How are you as a homeschool mom filling your own cup? Are your efforts truly bringing rest to your heart? Or as you try to fill your cup, does it seem like that cup is leaking? If you have been trying to take care of yourself, really pursuing a restful heart, but you're still weary, anxious, or overwhelmed, today's episode is for you. Welcome to the Rest in the Homeschool Trench podcast, a place for homeschool mamas seeking to cultivate victorious rest in the midst of daily homeschool battles. I'm your host, Amy Smith, and I want to offer hope that in Jesus, we can experience victorious rest. In our last episode, we talked about the key to a restful homeschool, and it's this. A restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mom. I'll say that again. A restful homeschool overflows from the heart of a restful homeschool mom. Now, in that episode, we had to face a sobering reality that our hearts as moms affects the entire state of our homeschool. If our hearts are not at rest, then our homeschools will not be at rest either. I shared a scripture passage that was incredibly frustrating for me for many, many years. Now, if you want to hear that passage and some truths that we found about um, how we can really cultivate restful hearts, you'll need to go back and listen to episode two, Restful Homeschool, Myth or Reality. But if we believe that a restful homeschool truly does overflow from the heart of a restful homeschool mom, and we want to pursue that restful homeschool, then somehow we're going to have to learn to cultivate restful hearts in ourselves. Now, it's completely possible that you are so busy caring for everybody else that you neglect taking care of yourself. I know what your life might look like. You're constantly running around taking care of the children. Everybody needs you all the time. You're doing really good things because you love your family. You want to to care for them. If you're married, you're taking care of your husband. You're taking care of your children. You're preparing meals. You're cleaning. You're organizing activities. You're keeping track of the family calendar and the schedule. You're making appointments. You're doing all of these good things because you love everybody. And that's good. But don't neglect caring for yourself as well. In our last episode, we we also talked about how much Jesus loves you. He sees you. He sees your struggles. He sees those deep thoughts that are secret to everybody else in the world, well, Jesus sees them. He knows the truth and he cares and he wants to give you rest. He wants you to take care of yourself. He wants you to allow him to take care of you so that you can be in a restful place. So if you're not taking care of yourself now, I want to encourage you to to do that because it's okay to take care of yourself. 
you can take care of everybody else better if you're taking care of yourself as well. Now, taking care of yourself looks like many different things. You need to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, You need to take care of yourself spiritually. And that's really what we're focusing on when we're looking for this deep deep sense of rest in our hearts. So it's possible that you're so busy taking care of everybody else, you're neglecting to care for yourself. And if so, please feel the freedom to care for yourself as well. But it's possible you're already taking care of yourself. You know that it's important to take care of yourself so that you're in a healthy place and able to care for everybody else. And you know that that it's true. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. But as you're filling your cup, do you find that it's leaking? Do you find that you pursue rest and you reach this place where you feel peaceful and calm for a moment, but it's suddenly gone the moment one of your children comes in the room and um, it starts tattling on one of on one of your other children? Or does your rest leak out the moment your child refuses to do their school lesson? Well, today I want us to look at some Old Testament passage in Jeremiah. We want to look at the words that God had for his people, the Israelites, through the prophet Jeremiah. And there's some truth in this passage that applies to us as well. And I think this passage reveals truth of why our cups of rest are often leaking. This is Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. And God says this, For my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, to hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. Now, a cistern is like a well that was a place that was dug to hold water, to have for nourishment and refreshing and to to sustain life. Well, God's saying here that his people have actually committed two evils in, in digging these wells, constructing ways to refresh themselves, but neglecting God himself, the fountain of living water. Now, in this, I see two key ideas that can help us with our leaking cups of rest. First, God talks about these broken cisterns, these wells that were faulty. They couldn't hold water in them. And that makes me think about ways that we try to create rest for ourselves. You know, the people were digging these wells in a good pursuit, but they were missing the point. Now, I've started calling these ways that we pursue rest and try to create on our create rest on our own, but we're forsaking the fountain of living water, think about these as rest imposters. Thinking of an imposter being something that um, tries to take the place of something else that it's really not. And there are ways that we pursue rest that aren't truly restful. Okay, let's be honest for a minute. How much time do we spend scrolling through social media on our phone? Because We just need a few minutes to rest. We just need a break from everything. And it gives us that sense of escape and a break. Now, social media is not bad. It's a very good thing. But if we're pursuing rest for our hearts in it, we're going to be very disappointed. What about going out for a girl's night 
or going on vacation, going out for a manicure and pedicure. Again, these things are all fine. They can be good in their place. But if we're expecting them to give us a true deep sense of rest in our hearts, we're going to be disappointed. We might feel restful for a while while you're sitting there getting the pedicure. You feel relaxed. You feel like you're being refreshed. But as soon as you walk back in the house, reality hits you in the face and that rest goes leaking out of your cup. Well, that's because we're we're digging these these cisterns for ourselves and they're broken. These things are not the source of true rest. But the second thing I see in this passage is that God calls himself the fountain of living water. Now, this is the same idea that Jesus talks about in John chapter four, when he's talking with the woman at the well, he says that he is the one who could give her living water. Again, here we find her at the well seeking the water that she needs for life. And yes, she needed that water for her physical, um, her physical sustenance. But Jesus is telling her that he has something even better. So these rest impostors that we pursue can give us rest and they can be good, but Jesus has something even better. But what he, what he has to offer is not simply a cup full of water that just sits there and does nothing. The refreshing and the rest that Jesus has for us, it flows, it's living, it's active. It's not a stagnant sort of rest that lasts for a moment and then is gone. Jesus wants to give us this rest that overflows. So perhaps we feel like we're leaking because we're not getting that constant flow of this living water that Jesus has for us. So we're looking at a continual process of being filled. We can't just pursue rest for one moment and think it's going to last us for the next week. It's not like going to the gas station and filling up our cars, um, filling up the gas tank, and we're set for a few hundred miles. No, we need a constant filling. It's not a stop on Sunday, fill our tank, and we're good for the week. No. If that's how we're pursuing our rest in Jesus... That rest is going to leak because we need a constant filling, a continual process. We need to daily be pursuing Jesus and not just daily, moment by moment. We need to be drawing near to his presence. We need to be aware that his presence is right there. We need to be taking active, practical steps to draw close to him, to remind ourselves that he loves us, that he cares for us, that he is able that we can trust him in all things, that we can trust him with our children. So then we can cease to worry so that we can allow him to take the burdens that we've placed on ourselves and we can allow him to carry those burdens for us. We're going to have to be in a continual process of drawing close to him moment by moment. I like to think about us building restful habits, small action steps we can take over and over again to draw near to Jesus. These are simple steps like having a Bible verse written on a card, posted on the fridge or on you know somewhere in your car. Um, just that reminder of God's word because in the daily battles of homeschool life, we can tend to forget the truth of God's word. Perhaps it's setting 
prayer stops, um, alarms on your phone at certain times throughout the day. Just stop for a moment and pause and pray. Now, there are many other things that we can do that are restful habits, that these small action steps that we can cultivate into becoming a habit, something that we do over and over so many times that it becomes our natural response. Now, if you stick with me in this podcast, we're going to talk about many different ideas of these restful habits that we can build, and we'll go deeper into how to to build these small daily activities into habits so that we are continually drawing near to Jesus. But also, if we go back to this idea of our cups of rest leaking, in those moments that we realize we're still weary, we're still worried about something, we're stressed out and overwhelmed, those difficult moments can actually be a gift to us. They're cues. They're cues of unrest. Those moments when we realize how unrestful we are, those moments when we realize our cup is leaking and we're losing the rest that we had at one point, those are cues. Our cues of unrest are cues that we need to draw near to Jesus. So if you feel like your cup is leaking, you actually have a gift. That's your cue to draw near to Jesus. We're going to continue in future episodes talking about this idea. How can we draw near to Jesus? Now, this isn't just a a simple Sunday school answer. I know it might sound like it's too good to be true. Just draw near to Jesus and everything's going to be okay. Yeah, right. No, that's not going to work. Well, It doesn't mean that everything is going to be easy. It doesn't mean that Jesus is going to fix all the problems. It doesn't mean your children are suddenly going to be little angels who want to do their school assignments and always want to tell the truth and always want to get along and share with everybody around them. No, those daily battles are still going to come. But as we draw near to Jesus, he will transform our hearts so that we have rest in the midst of those daily battles. So if we want to have restful homeschools, we're going to have to pursue Jesus as the fountain of living water. We're going to have to recognize those rest imposters, the ways we're trying to fill ourselves with something that only Jesus can give us. So if you'd like some more ideas now, before I have future episodes out for you, uh, more ideas of how to build some of these restful habits, I'd encourage you to check out my book, The Restful Homeschool Resolution. It's a 21-day journey of praying for your homeschool, but of also of building these daily habits to cultivate rest by drawing near to Jesus. It's available on Amazon or at amysmith.com slash shop. That's A-I-M-E-E amysmith.com. For now, I want to give you one step to cultivate a restful heart. I want you to take a few minutes, get a piece of paper, a journal, and sit down and write a list. I want you to list out all of the ways that you are currently pursuing rest. Where are you looking? What are you doing? How are you trying to find rest for your, your heart? We're looking for these rest imposters, those broken cisterns in our lives. We need to recognize what we're doing and then be honest. 
Are they working? Or do you need a different approach to cultivating a restful heart so you can lead your family to a restful homeschool? I invite you to join me next time as we look at six words that will show us the path from daily battles to victorious rest. But until then, I pray that you will let go of your broken cisterns so that you can pursue Jesus, the true fountain of living water who can truly give you rest for your heart.